Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, you are in for such a huge treat today because I am bringing another one of my amazing students on the podcast to share her story of how she got started. And today we're talking with Alicia Cardwall and what she is going to show you is how having a roadmap and having that exact step-by-step in front of you really can help fast track your results and give you that confidence that you need to start something new that you never thought you could do. And she's really gonna just share her heart and her story through that. And I'm just so proud of everything that Alicia's done and what she's been able to build for herself. So I knew I had to bring her on the podcast to share that with you because I know it's going to touch many of you and impact many of you and maybe encourage you to take that next step if you have been thinking about investing in the prep and wanting to get that step-by-step guidance from me. I hope Alicia's story encourages you to take that next step. So let's go ahead and dive on in the show and meet Alicia. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Hey, Alicia, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to dive into your story, your success story, because that's what we're doing here on the podcast today. I'm spotlighting some of my students and sharing, you know, the successes that they've had and the journey that they've had. So before we get into all of that stuff, why don't you just tell everybody who you are and what you're all about? Give us a little bit of background, your family and all that good stuff. Sure. Um, So I am a mom and a wife. I have two little ones and they basically run my life. But I am also just really excited because I'm jumping into virtual assistance now and learning the balance of that lifestyle. Uh, We actually have like a very small, humble homestead and that keeps us busy outside. And then inside, we're just uh, making food from scratch and learning the ABCs and all of that fun stuff. So um, that's basically where I'm at right now. But um, I've always been a natural problem solver. And I love to help people, especially people with like really big ideas. I like to narrow down their big ideas into the little details and just check them off one by one. So I have a very um, extensive work career back in my old life when I had no kids and no husband. Um, I worked in some realm of admin or executive assistance or communications, customer service for 15 years. Um, That's just kind of where I naturally would spend my time. And I had my baby 
three years ago and I immediately wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So we were able to do that as a family and, you know, motherhood became my main jam and I love pouring into my kids. Um, That's never going to change, but I was starting to feel like it was time for me to add my creativity and my passion for helping people uh, beyond my family uh, back into my life. So one day I was on TikTok and Aubrey, you were right in my face telling me that I could be a VA and still be home with my kiddos. So 14 days later, here I am. Yeah, I started Alicia Cardwell with a focus on helping farms and homesteads, other people that do what we do, uh, cultivate impactful content. That's my goal, but I'm also willing to do other things. I just trying to narrow down that, you know, focus, but um, I'm excited. And as a family, we have big dreams and I'm blessed to be able to contribute to my family in a new way. So my timeline is really, it's kind of funny. So on May 21st, I saw your TikTok. (laughs) I wrote this down because I liked the TikTok. So I was able to go back and find it. But uh, May 21st, I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh. And then on May 27th, you were going live. So I joined your live. I was the only one on the live and I asked you a million questions and it was so inspiring. I signed up for your free attract more clients guide. And then by, you know, what was it? Nine days later, I invested in your course, the prep, and I soaked that up in a day and I start, and I started my business on June 1st. So it has been fast and fun and I'm absolutely loving it. So that's my story. I love it. Go get her. Like that's that, like it, well, and it's funny too, because I feel like that, you know, that's definitely my personality. Um, And so like, that's who I feel like actually vibes with me because I'm like, let's do it. Let's. And that's why when I created the prep too, it was like, I don't want this to be like all this fluff and everything. Like, let me give you exactly what you need and you can take your time. But I also wanted it to be enough where if you wanted to just pour through it and binge it in a weekend or a day or whatever it is that you could do that too. I would love to just back up a little bit in your story with your job and becoming a mom um, and just kind of talk us through what that was like for you being a, you know, quote unquote, working mom and having to feel like that pull or that tug, like that maybe the work force that we kind of are pushed into, or that's kind of said, like, this is what you need to do. Um, why that wasn't going to work with you and your family? Well, it actually started when I got pregnant. I was more or less debating things in my head as I was, you know, growing this child, seeing my workload at work and realizing that I'm going to have to choose. I had a job where I was front and center stage every single weekend talking to a thousand people and I was just getting larger and larger. I mean, that was uncomfortable and and funny all in itself. But as I started to realize my responsibilities at work, I was just like, when am I going to be able to nurse? Like, when am I going to be able to put them down for a nap? I just couldn't see how I can do both all in. I couldn't, I was so all in, in my job that you couldn't, I was involved in every part of it because I loved it so much, but I knew that the minute my son was born, I'm going to love every part of that too. Even the hard parts, all of that. I wasn't like glamorizing it, but I was just thinking my personality is that I'm a control freak in a way. Like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it well. And so it really started while I was pregnant and I, and I was getting closer to my due date and I was like, well, I'm going to go back to work. Every time I had a doctor's appointment, they would say, what are you doing for daycare? What are you doing? Like, what do you, you know, they always ask you, 
those questions. And I was like, well, my job has free, free childcare. So my kid's going to be downstairs while I'm working upstairs is going to be fine. I never thought about it at all that I wasn't going to do both. And then I had my son life-changing as you know, like first kid is just life-changing. And so I'm sitting there in my living room and I'm whatever he's sleeping in my arms. I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) probably pooping on me, but I was like, I don't want anyone else to change his diaper. I can't imagine someone else. To, and I, that to me is what set it off. And I started like reaching out to other stay at home moms. And I'm like, is this okay to do? Cause my whole life, I was just a go-getter in the workforce, like just running the show. And now i suddenly want to just, just be a stay at home mom, which is not true. But in the, when you're trying to shift your perspective, it's like, it's really hard. So you, I'm reaching out to other like-minded people that understood this lifestyle. And so all that to say, it was hard to leave that life, um, but I, I wouldn't want it any other way. And now here I am, you know, trying to pursue something very similar to what I was doing, but kind of on my terms and get, taking those those gifts that I have and pouring them into something um, that I believe in still, but just with more flexibility to raise my family. Yeah. And that's what I think is, is that's why I'm super passionate about too. Um, it's just allowing women to see that that it doesn't have to be a one or the other. And that's what a lot, I know that's what a lot of people feel like I can only have the job or I can't have the job and I can only be the stay-at-home mom. There, like you said, it just being the stay-at-home mom and not doing anything else, like I mean, being a mom is a, it's tough. It's a tough, tough job. It's a rewarding job, but it is a job in itself. Like all day, especially with the littles, like when, you know, when they're not at school, I mean, I had a little bit of relief this past year with a little nursery school just a few hours, three times a week. And this past week they've been home and it's been an adjustment to try to get back into the everybody's home and, you know, not in my routine. And so it's okay to work and to have, you know, there's, there's no right or wrong here, but what I, what I think you're passionate about, what I'm passionate about too, is knowing that you can have both things and you can have something where it is on your terms or just even flexibility. I wasn't, I was never in a place where I was like, I don't want to work. I, wanted to be able to contribute to our family. And and we were in a position where I needed to, I mean, we probably could have gone down to one income, but it would have been very, very tight. And we were in that time period, we were completely renovating our house. And so I just knew I had to bring in something, but just knowing that there is a possibility to have both of those things is really, it's really great. And so that's why I'm really excited that you're coming on to share, share the story that, that you have had prior to, in a, um, doing virtual assistant, but also now that you're in it. So I love that you shared the story on TikTok. I'm, after we get done recording, you'll have to tell me what, what video it was that you saw. Hopefully, hopefully it wasn't me like doing some kind of crazy dance or maybe that was what drew you in. <laughs> no, it was something about it's not an MLM. And I don't know if you remember that one, but it was, I don't know. It might have I can't remember. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, uh-huh. but it, I'll find it and, and tell you. But it was it was something about you weren't trying to sell an MLM, which I really appreciated. So that's kind of what drew me in. I guess TikTok knew that uh, 
that's that was important to me that it was something different than that mm-hmm. not that there's anything wrong with that it was just something that attracted me that you were trying to get my attention with so right. isn't that isn't that scary and like also really cool that TikTok knew the right video to show you I mean like that's why I think I try not to like go too deep with that because I'm like really sometimes like I'm thinking about something and then all of a sudden it shows up on my feed and I'm like oh gosh like I'm so excited that I saw this but at the same time a little bit scary <laughs> it is because I hadn't been liking any other videos like that so it's so weird that that it's such a divine moment I'm so thankful for it I mean you know TikTok has has opened my world in so many ways I've only had it for like a year but it's it's not it's not just for teenagers okay it's not just for the cool kids in high school it is totally for you know moms and stuff, hey, we are so. the cool moms <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it's just it was so it was such a beautiful moment to <laughs> have that come into my life. And my, my husband was like, wait, what? But I had been talking about something like this. I just didn't know what it was. I had been thinking about this for years now. So it's not like it was a super brand new idea. You just brought it to life, like right in front of me where it was somebody else is doing it. And now obviously there's so many people doing it, but when you're not thinking about it, you don't think other people are doing it. But then when you jump into the world, you realize there are plenty of other women walking alongside you with their different focuses and their different passions. And we're all just trying to do it together to help the world. Right. And that's, I mean, like I was always looking for ways and that's, I think, I think that's why I even made videos or I've, I've, I know I've made videos about that because I think that's what a lot of women see and what's marketed to went to moms, like as a way to make money from home or to stay at home with your kids is the network marketing, which I agree with you 1000%. There's nothing wrong with that. I know people who are very successful and I had tried that. So like, I felt like, okay, I, I, I did that and it didn't really work for me. And I just, it didn't feel aligned. And I didn't feel like this is what I'm meant to be doing or that I'm really using my gifts and talents in a way that will really help my family and help someone else. And that's, so I didn't even know prior to getting started too. I never knew what a virtual assistant was. It was in my deep dive searches and I saw it and I'm like, I've never heard of this. Is this an MLM too? And so kind of going into that and opening my eyes. So I'm glad that it found you when it did. Um, And you talked about your process of kind of going through that quickly of like being interested in it and learning more about it and kind of diving in. But what were some things that maybe were holding you back from even just getting started or thinking that this could be a possibility for you if you, if you had any? I didn't really think that I couldn't do it. I just didn't know where to start. So, I mean, bringing it back to the prep, which is your course, but before even realizing you had a course, I just thought, wow, like, you know, it is such a vast idea. It really, it's so broad until you narrow it down and, and it takes some time and it, and it can take a couple tries, probably a million tries really until you figure it out. But, um, I would say you saw how fast it happened for me. So I don't know if I had anything that really stopped me other than where do I even start? I mean, it was more or less, I was walking lost on a road that I knew I was trying to go down, but I just didn't know which turn to take, but I knew that was the road I wanted to be on. So if that makes sense, it was just, it was like the ideas there, but I had zero details on how Mm -hmm. to get there. So that, that would probably be the biggest thing that it was, that was stopping me from really moving forward. But 
eventually I found, I found what I needed. <laughs> now this, so then to follow up with that, cause a lot of people will be like, I don't know where to start. And then, you know, they, they, a lot of times they can kind of do the figure it out DIY, you know, research online, do that thing. Or, you know, there is taking a course or taking some kind of thing that will actually give you the step-by-step. So what do you think it was that made you decide to invest in a program as opposed to like, just trying to figure it out on your own? Well, so I went back and forth a couple, like back and forth, back and forth for a couple of days. And I made a list of questions and I was scouring your website. And every time I had a question, the topic would pop up as a part of the prep. And so I would look at my husband and I would say like, this is the course, like I need to get started. I can't, I could spend another five days trying to Google everything under the sun and put the puzzle pieces together myself and hopefully not miss anything. Or I could just invest in the prep and take the perspective of a successful business owner who has done this before and follow her steps. So it was a no brainer after that. Like once I jumped in and just bought it and started to see the framework, it was like, Oh, duh, this makes no, this is, this is way more worth my time than yes. You can absolutely Google each step. If you know where to start, if you have maybe like business people in your family, I have zero entrepreneurs in my immediate family. So I don't know, Like I learned so much in the prep because I, it was, that's also not my forte. I'm used to working for the successful business owner, not owning my own business. So it was really a cool perspective. I learned a lot, but it was, it would have never, it would have taken me weeks if I had to do it on my own weeks. And I don't play like that. Like once I am, (laughs) once I'm like motivated and ready to go, like I'm going to roll, um, And so, yeah, I have to find a resource and it has to teach me. Um, I don't, I I can be self-taught. I can teach myself plenty of things and I do, and I will for this business. But when it comes to this framework stuff, like why, why waste time? Why waste time when you are going to have to do all of that stuff in your business? You're going to have to Google a lot of stuff. You're going to spend a lot of time researching day and night. Don't let this be the thing. And that's what I told myself. Like, I'm not going to let this foundational stuff be the thing that I spend my time doing. When you can have the, the shortcut path right. to it. And I love how you mentioned too, like you could, you could think of like, oh, I think, you know, here's the things I think I need to know. Um, but then leave something out and not that anything's super critical or detrimental to your business, but it's, it's nice to know that like you have the pieces in place because learning from someone who's gone before you, who can show you, and then now you have it, like now you have it and now you have the right roadmap to get you started so that you can start on the right foot as, as opposed to feeling like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm stuck or, um, and not, not knowing where to turn. Cause sometimes it's really hard to, when you're in it to know exactly which way to go. Right. Exactly. That's, that was the the peace of mind that I got just having that right at my fingertips and checking each step and making sure I checked everything off. I mean, I don't want to have to guess. So I, I think that was one of the most beneficial parts of it. And I know that you're, that you're getting your business off the ground and everything has happened quickly, but I would, I would want to know, like, have you had like a big breakthrough? I know you talked about like knowing exactly what getting that foundation piece out of the way. I'm sure that that was probably a big win for you, but if there's anything else that you've had since getting started, I would love for you to kind of share what that was. Well, I'm going to focus on the prep again, (laughs) because that's really what I would say I followed in order to have any kind of breakthroughs, if that makes sense, because it, yes, I'm smart and I could have figured it out, but I'm going to bring it back to the prep because the prep is where it's at. So (laughs) 
Um, so everything in your course like works together. Um, but if I had to pick my biggest breakthrough from it, I would say it would be where you talk about your systems, which is, I think it's step three, but I have this knowledge and I have this experience from working basically since I was 16 and I, but I felt really lost on how I was going to present anything to a client. You know, I've worked where every, you know, you step into like these corporations your whole life that already have systems and you just kind of follow along, you learn their protocols and you become, you know, the expert on the SOPs and maybe you change a few things here and there, but usually the foundation's there. So when I, you know, was taking the the course, it was really helpful to see that you laid out systems and it was great because it would tell me what do I need? How do I create it? So I followed those steps and really, it really opened my eyes on how I could easily organize my business. Um, so when I have that first discovery call, I'm prepared with a proposal, with a contract, an invoice, the systems, the processes are all right there. So that was definitely really helpful and eye-opening for me because I've never had to hire a, or, you know, work with a client before like that. So that was a big breakthrough. Um, for sure. I love that you said it's like music to my ears because even like, it's not like you can't, you know, get a client if you don't have these things in place. It's not like it has to be there. Like if something fell into your lap and you, you know, wanted to start working with this client, it's not like, oh, I can't because I don't. And I don't want that to be something that holds people back. But one one of the things that I'm super passionate in sharing with anybody who goes through just even listening to the podcast like I know setting up systems and setting up these things, like it's not for, for some people, it's like the total like idea of no fun for them. Like, you know, because it can be kind of mundane and, and not super exciting. But if you do take the time to set these things up, when you do start bringing on clients or as you, you know, increase your workload, it's going to make that process so much easier for you. So much less stressful for you to have that in place. And it, all it takes really is just a little time up front. I always talk about like front loading your business. So take the time instead of, instead of getting to the place where you're crazy booked out and things are just like running crazy on your, you know, in your computer, in your head, in your life, take the time, carve out some time at the beginning of your business. Or even if you're in it now and you, you know, need to kind of refresh, take the time to actually put systems in place because they're going to be there to help your business run a lot smoother, help your business run in the background so that you don't always have to be the one doing all the things. And it's just going like having a system and maybe it's just my brain, but it's like, if I know exactly how things are going to run, like I can step into different situations with a calmer sense. Like I don't feel like I don't have everything together or, you know, I, I take it back to when I was teaching and it's like, there would be, there would be some teachers who would walk in and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing today. I don't know what I'm teaching today. And I'm like, how do you live like that? How, like, how does that even, you know, like I needed to know like what we were going to do. And I need to have that, even if it's just, you know, a day in advance, like I just need to know how are things running so that I can show up as my best self. And I don't have to have my mind on all the little things that really, they really are little things. And if you just take the time to set them up from the beginning, you're going to have a business that can go the distance as opposed to someone that's like, you're feeling like you're constantly on a hamster wheel. Yes, for sure. I'm definitely the more system brain. I mean, every day I wake up, I have a to-do list for my own personal life. And I even go as far as to like map it out hour by hour. So, I mean, I do that even with just day-to-day, you know, house stuff. So 
to, to have that, you know, spill over into my business is going to be great because maybe you don't have the perfect system figured out. That's the other thing is like, there's a million choices out there. You talk about it all the time. Okay. So <laughs> you just pick one, pick one, maybe that fits your, your budget or your, you know, I guess budget would be the easiest because you really aren't going to be able to experience it until you buy it, but pick one that you like or whatever, and then see if it fits. But it's not going to be like, it's the set in stone. You talk about this all the time, like just experiment with things, just decide like, this is just going to be an experiment. I'm going to use this um, email marketing system or whatever. And if it doesn't work out, if it's not what you thought, you know, they're, they are, these companies are great <laughs> with like canceling memberships and things. Like, I'm not saying you should do that, but they, they want business. They want to be a good customer service business too. So it's not like you're putting all your chips in one bag or whatever they say. I don't know if that's the right term, but it's not like you're putting everything into the, you're not investing in these things for life. You don't have to put roots down on your email marketing system. You can just try one out. And if it doesn't work, move on to the another one and another one. And I think that's really cool. Like you have this fluidity to be who you want to be in your business. You're not tied to your corporate company that's like, well, we've been doing this forever. We have ties to this company and this is what we're going to use. Yes. There's a million like faults to it and it stinks and you have to do extra work just to work around it. But this is what we're going to do. We don't have time to pick a new one. And it's like, okay, well, we're really losing a lot of work and hours, you know, X, Y, Z doing this with this system. That's just not good. But with our, with our businesses, we can do what works for us. So I love that. And I love that I, I have the, um, flexibility to pick a system that works um, for for me, even though I don't know really what I'm doing yet, but you know, <laughs> it's all up in the head. I have the idea. <laughs> right. Well, and you're, to your point too, it can evolve. It can change. I mean, I, when I started out, I was using Acuity for my scheduling and that worked fine. And I was just using the free version. And then I wanted to, to upgrade and add a few more things in it. So then I invested in Calendly. So I was, you know, paying um, for that as opposed to doing the free thing. And then after that, I knew that I wanted like an all-encompassing system. And so I invested in Dubsado. And you don't have to do, you know, like you can do that natural progression because as your business grows, you're going to realize like you have, you know, you have your system in place. And then as you bring on clients and as your business grows, you might realize, oh, like, and this is really a great thing to do is always constantly be reviewing your systems and your processes and seeing like, is everything still working? Like in the beginning, like, yes, what I had in place was great. But now as the client load is increasing, as the business is growing, as you know, this is changing, do these systems and do these programs still fit my current needs or do I need to make an adjustment? And that's the great thing in any part of your business, what you, you know, what you decide on your service that you start off offering the program that you use, you know, whatever, it can always change. You are. And that's like you said, that's the best thing. You're in the driver's seat. So you don't have to, you're not getting orders from someone else. Like you get to make those choices and you get to, you know, offer a service that speaks to who you are and what you enjoy doing. Cause I'm sure if you have a job, a regular nine to five job, like I'm sure there's parts of that job that you love, but then there's probably other parts where you're like, no, I don't love doing this, but because I work here and because I'm someone's employee, like I have to do those things. And that's the great thing about shifting to freelancing and, and running your own businesses. You can have that freedom to say like, you know, I don't enjoy doing this. So either I don't include that in my services, or, you know, maybe at some point I can outsource this piece that I don't enjoy doing. Um, it's just, there's a lot of flexibility here. And I'm, I'm really, really grateful that 
that you found that and you've seen that and that you've seen the success that you have in such a short period of time. And I think that you're, you have great advice to give anybody else who's listening right now. So if anybody is thinking about, you know, maybe I could be a virtual assistant or maybe I could be a freelancer or, or maybe I'm, you know, I've been thinking about taking Aubrey's course and I just haven't been able to make a decision. Is there anything that you would say to anyone else that could kind of help them or encourage them through this process? Not that like, not, they don't have to, you know, take the prep. We have the podcast episodes. We have lots of free stuff out there and there's other people out there that are doing this too, but um, just some encouraging words. If someone is thinking, I want to start a virtual assistant business or take this path too. Yes, absolutely. So first of all, I, I do recommend the prep because it is the ideal beginner's starter kit. And this is coming from somebody who's very uh, particular. I, I need a lot of direction in, or not direction, but I need a lot of, I guess, direction in, in regards to like inspiration. So I need, I need somebody who's been there, done that to push me along because you have to be a self-starter in this kind of business to begin with. So you don't have a boss that's like affirming you all the time. You don't have, or, you know, checking in on you. It's you are you, unless you're like best friend or your spouse is jumping in to say how things are going. It can probably get lonely and you have to, you have to motivate yourself. So this, the prep is just one of those great starter kits, which I personally just really thrived with. Um, so if you're like me and you have all the skills, but you're lacking that foundation to start your business, the prep is an investment that is just going to come back to you tenfold. I'm believing that even though I haven't even landed my first client, uh, I do believe that I will still, you know, have this success, if that makes sense. So I'm confident. That's how confident I am after taking and studying the prep. I feel like I'm going to be so prepared for that first client. They're just going to love me so much. Um, But the amount of time and energy and brain space that you will save by having this step-by-step guide is honestly priceless. And it's like your other step in the course that you talk about, which is mindset, as VAs, we want to be seen not as an expense, but rather as an investment. So anything that you pour into your business, it's not an expense, despite what your QuickBooks category might say, like it is an investment. So you have to look at it like that. It's not an expense. It's, it's, it's an investment in you and who you want to be, who you want to become, where you see your business. You, you can't, you can't grow unless you invest. You can't sow unless you put, you know, if you can't harvest, let's just go back to homesteading. You can't harvest unless you sow. You have to, you have to do that one little step. I mean, it's small, but it will grow. You will have like a booming garden if you take the little steps to plant your seeds and, and water them and all of that. So that, that's definitely it. And honestly, this is a lifetime of resources because I got the course right at the end of May and more resources and tools have already been added to it. So, and I have access to that and it's been great. So if you look at it like that, it's a growing investment. And as Aubrey grows, we get to grow with her. So it's a win-win and that's how I see it. So I would really encourage anybody that's been thinking about it or wanting to start their business, grab it and study it and then look back on it, you know, monthly or whatever you need to do to see parts that maybe didn't resonate with you at first, or you were just too overwhelmed. Just it's a constant resource. It's great. You have access to it for life. So it doesn't get any better than that because it's the foundation of your business. So the parts of your business that are specific to you, 
that's the fun Google part. But this is this is the part that does not gonna it doesn't change. So let's just go, let's just go with something that's that's gonna be there for you when you need it. And two things that you talked about that I want to talk about. You talked about not landing a client yet. And then the adding to the prep, which I am always constantly just, I think that's the teacher in me. Like I'm always revising and wanting to make things better or like having conversations with people who have gone through it, talking about, you know, what did they really enjoy? Um, what would they like a little bit more of? Um, so two things I wanted to share. One thing is you did land a client and uh, Alicia and I worked together. Um, Alicia pitched me to kind of go through the prep and edit it and make some suggestions. And this was the best pitch that I've ever gotten in my email. And it's going to be a resource in the prep so that you can see if this is something that, you know, if you, sometimes it does take, you know, doing a little bit of free work and doing some testimonials to gain some confidence or to have something. I know that some people, that's something to hold them back. Well, I don't have anything to show for if clients ask me, what have I done? They feel inadequate because they haven't done any work. So doing testimonial work is something you can definitely do. Um, so that's two things right there. So I want you to, you have landed a client um, and you have that, that you can use. And just to give you that boost of confidence too, but also to let everybody know that, um, if they're worried about sending a pitch or they're not sure what to say, um, that pitch will be included as an, I, I feel like very teachery as an exemplar, you know, <laughs> to, to look at so that you can kind of see like, what is something that would really stand out to a business owner? Um, because I'm not, I'm not saying by any means am I this, you know, humongous like success and I get tons of pitches, but I do get pitches, you know, both for the podcast and people wanting to, to work with me. And sometimes you can tell like, this is just a copy and paste and I'm just another person on the list and something that's super important to me, which I'm sure is important to a lot of business owners is they want someone who's going to come into their business to help them to have a care and a compassion for what they're doing. And just, you can like, just taking the time to even research or just say like, Hey, this is what, you know, you're doing. And this really stands out to me. Like that means a lot. Um, and to me, even as a business owner who does hire people, that would be something that would stand out to me as opposed to getting an email of here's all the things that I've done and here's all the, you know, accolades that I have and here's all the experience that I have. Someone who actually, I know that actually knows me or, you know, have, has listened to the podcast or has seen what I've been putting out. That is something that is important to me over just having all the experience. So don't let, you know, that hold you back either. If you're feeling like, well, I don't, you know, I haven't landed the client yet, or I, you know, I don't have all the experience that someone else has. Like when you're pitching a client, like take the time to research them, take the time to show that you actually know what they're doing. Um, that's really going to stand out and that's going to elicit them to, to open it and then to keep reading. Cause sometimes we'll get emails and we'll just be like, mm, no, like not, not today. Um, so I just wanted to share that too. <laughs> so I am so glad that we have been connected. I'm so glad that TikTok found it a way for our paths to cross the power of TikTok, right? Um, sure. Which, which, you know, you talked about experiments, like that was an experiment of mine and, and clearly it's, <laughs> it's working. So, but I would love for you just to kind of share where people can find you, learn more about what you're doing, your services and how you can help people. 
Well, like I said, I am serving, you know, farms and homesteads right now, um, but I have a website. It's aliciacardwell.com. And I'm also on Instagram underscore Alicia Cardwell. And I'm really just passionate about helping families that want to grow their land and grow the knowledge of gardening and all of those kind of things. But, you know, it's kind of tricky because I don't, I don't, know if that is exact and you might want to cut this out because I don't <laughs> I don't know I it's so specific and so I'm a little bit like I'm a little bit um how you say uh what's the word not confident about it because it's so specific but it's also a big need and I know it's a need so um I think it's great that you're you know who you want to work with because I know that that's something that you're passionate about and that's going to translate to your clients with that passion and with that knowledge, you're already going into it with the experience of doing it from your personal life that you're going to be able to bring that. And you're just going to help them like thinking about the different ways that they can, can do it, but maybe they're not sure how to, how to bring it to the online space and you have that expertise. So you can always pivot, you can always change, but I think being specific about who you're speaking to when someone lands on your website or lands on your social media, they're going to know, yes, she's for me or she's not. And that's, that's the place you want to be. You don't want to be in this in, in between place where they don't know, do they need you or not? Like they need to know, yes, I need you. Um, because people confused people don't buy. Right. You're right. You're right. Well, this has been so fun, Aubrey. I just, I'm, I'm like obsessed with your podcast. I just, I listen to it on my walks every single night. You have like amazing people on. So I just want to say that first, but um, if people are interested, I help faith-based farms and homesteads cultivate an impactful content for their website, for their blogs, for their YouTube channels, whatever source of uh, entertainment that they're trying to put out into the world, I would love to help them cultivate that content to make it a bigger impact for the world around them. Um, and I have a website, it's aliciacardwell.com. And I'm also on Instagram, which is underscore Alicia Cardwell. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I know that your story and your journey through this is going to impact another woman listening on the other end. And so thank you so much for being a part of the Freelancer to CEO podcast. And I can't wait for everybody to hear this. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.